0: Hey there, amigos. Welcome to the PPC Burrito Podcast, the podcast brought to you by PPC specialist agency Digital Gearbox. I'm Michael Kenny, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host and super PPC uber nerd, Becky Hopkin. Hey, Becky. Hey How are you doing?
1: I'm good. How are you? We're back. We are back, and it's a new We're- year.
0: Oh, ah yeah, I know i know it's it's been a while since we've done an episode it's been I think the last episode we dropped was November, but we took some time to retool the show and condense it and concentrate it a little bit and and just make sure that everybody is getting an extra healthy dose of ppc goodness. So that's the reason why we've been away, but Becky, um we're still we're still recording from our homes and we're still stuck at home like like everybody else and like every, well, I hope everybody else uh <laughs> where possible. But uh how how have you been how have you been finding things in this uh well midway through our very first month of 2021.
1: I'm liking 2021. I mean, I know things there's a lot of rubbishness out there. Um but I do feel like New year, new chapter, uh, new focus and at Digital Gearbox it's been nice that we we wrapped up the year um, with a lot of planning for this year so we've kind of come back and hit the ground running somewhat which is nice and we, we've all got I, I think a bit of um, renewed enthusiasm and positivity throughout the team.
0: Yeah definitely. I think I mean I really enjoy the the end of any year because you do that kind of end of year reporting and you know it's a good time to reflect. I mean Christmas time is all about reflection isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but we do that as a business as I'm sure most businesses do but yeah really kind of highlighting some of the amazing things that we did last year and you know last year was a very difficult year for so many businesses and for so many people and you need to be careful about the way you word, I guess, the way you word your success. Um, although I, I am very much in the camp that you still need to celebrate your success. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still very important to do that, um, but do it in a tactful way. And, uh, and yeah, I was really happy with the numbers that we were um, pulling up at the end of the year. And, yeah, I'm I'm like you. I'm really excited about 2021. Obviously, I'd rather be in an office with a bunch of people. I'd rather be getting in my car and actually driving and having meetings with people. But, you know, we, we have to continue to, um, you know, Embrace this new normal, I guess, is is probably the best word. Um so yeah, well I'm I'm pleased that we're back anyway. We've got a tremendous guest that we're gonna have a chat with in a minute. But before we do that, Becky, we need to share PPC knowledge. We need to open up we need to I need to get the tin can opener and open up that brain of yours. I mean, hopefully, I mean in a in a way that isn't destructive. (laughs) Um we need PPC tips. So Becky, first PPC tip of twenty twenty-one. What have you got for us?
1: So it's a new feature that's in beta in Google. So this is one that you may or may not see in your account, but I kind of wanted to draw attention to it just in case it is in your account. And it's the new insights page. Now, this page um, helps identify trends that are going on in your market and if you're uh, running any google shopping campaigns already you might have seen some of this data in your merchant center but to be honest once you've got your your shopping ads set up you, you tend to dip in and out of merchant center quite uh, infrequently so to have this kind of insight direct in your google ads account if you're if you're selling stuff you can see what other stuff similar is selling out there and for anyone who um is a reseller and buys of a brand it's it's quite insightful so we work with a big electrical reseller and I can see what brands are currently really popular and what other consumables in that area are selling well and it's just extra insight that I can go back to that client and go look guys this is this is hot at the moment have you got any can we sell it can you push it um, so it's worth just keeping an eye out for and dipping in and out to see if there's any useful info for you. Very interesting. I mean, it,
0: it sounds like it's got tremendous application for uh, an e-commerce business, like you yeah. said. If, if you're kind of looking at benchmarks for, for sp- specific products, yeah. but when it comes to kind of lead generation, and, and you know, say if we were to say to Andrew, um, you know, use this insight for you know a lead generation application, you know, does mm-hmm. does it does it provide insight in that regard as well?
1: Um, so it doesn't give you any, any sales data. So it could be for both lead gen and e-commerce. It just tells you where there's some weekly search growth, to be honest. So I guess, um, depending on what your service is, and depending on if there's any kind of new topics or uh, discussion points out there that people are looking for information, Google will give you that information. Um but, yeah, I, to be honest, I haven't seen it pop up in any of our lead generation accounts yet. It has been more the e-commerce one. You need to be running search or shopping so it doesn't pop up if you're just doing display. Um, they are looking at expanding it. Uh, so it's kind of, like I say, it's in beta. It's brand new. Um, but just one to keep an eye out for to see if it is in your account and go have a little poke around. You get like nice little graphs that show the search interest over the last 14 days. And um, it gives you a nice missed growth potential. Um, in there so you can just see what what opportunities are out there for you
0: very exciting it's always nice to have a new toy thank you so much for the belated christmas present (laughs) google um but yeah i guess just from my perspective um while it's always nice to have extra data you know use it how use it in a way that kind of works for you if if that kind of insight is important for you uh, awesome. Add it to your marketing strategy. Add it to your arsenal. Um, you know, but if it doesn't, don't worry about it. Google gives us a lot of information. It's very important that we know when to use that information if it needs to be used. So always kind of keep that in your mind. Great tip, Becky. And uh, I look forward to learning more about that as we move forward in the year. I will say, though, that you said beta, I say beta. And uh, I, I always get confused. It's like the tomato, tomato thing. But you know, yeah. never mind. That's just uh, <laughs> the things that make us unique. Right. Are you ready to have a chat with today's guest?
1: I absolutely am.
0: I am too. I've been looking forward to having this conversation for a while. I'm bigging it up. But our guest today is Andrew Moon, marketing manager and all round top guy from Whitney and Abingdon based Modus Accountants. Andrew and I bonded very nicely over the end of 2020 over boilers, but I'm not sure we're going to be talking about that today. Andrew, welcome to the burrito. How are you doing?
2: I'm very well. Thanks for having me. Uh, No, I don't think boilers will... Prop up too much
0: today <laughs> no no I don't think so we are <laughs> we are here to talk about marketing we can talk about boilers later on if you really want to but Andrew um, before we do get into it um, I mean I, I did the intro there but I probably didn't do modus justice um tell us a bit more about modus accountants and, the, and what you guys are doing over there at the moment
2: okay so um, we like to think of ourselves as, as modus as more than just your average accountants yes we can do your sort of uh, your standard services. So if you want uh, everything from payroll, bookkeeping, your annual accounts doing, we can do all that. But what we we really like doing is going the extra mile and providing businesses with data on their accounts. So data that they can use to help grow their business. In addition to that, we also provide a range of coaching services. So whether you need a one-to-one coaching session or a support workshop, or even you just want a mentor that you can talk to uh, about how to grow your business, we're able to provide that for you all under one roof. So, yeah, that's probably
0: it. Nice to have like a one big kind of, you know, holistic solution for this kind of thing. And it's mm-hmm. it's amazing how many businesses, uh, you know, aren't leaning on data, I guess. And, and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on the podcast and have a chat because you're known... Uh, internally at Modus, you're known with us, and I'm sure you're known throughout the local area for your attention to detail and you know use of data. And it, it's crazy because there are so many businesses out there that don't lean on their analytics when they're looking at their marketing endeavours. How important is data in marketing?
2: Well, I think data is the absolute key to everything in marketing. Um, if you don't know what's working, how can you make decisions on where your next move should be? Um, I tend to look at data in a way of of analyzing what you're currently running and seeing the results and if there's any improvement to be made. Um, You've got to be able to have a point where you can um, set a standard. And then from that point, you can then start to improve. And you could also see when things are dropping off in terms of performance. So um, for example, if you're running an ad campaign and uh, you're getting a load of leads through and you're thinking this is great this is great and then all of a sudden one month it drops off you can go back to your data and analyze what's actually happening there has a particular search term dropped off has the uh, people start look stop looking at your ads um there's there's lots of things that you can do by analyzing the data to enable you to find the tools that you need to improve things
1: I know um, when when we came to you once, Andrew. How uh, Michael was in awe over your your fantastic report. And um, <laughs> I guess what what would be helpful, I guess, to probably some of our listeners is just some tips around how how often you should look at data, um, how what sources to gather that data. Because kind of we might know, but not everyone listening to this might might know where to look for that.
2: Sure. I mean, as you guys know, I love a report. <laughs> I love your reports <laughs> um, I, I think reporting on everything is all about the end user so I look at everything from uh, click through rates right the way through to page position um, through the number of leads that are coming through but my boss doesn't necessarily isn't necessarily interested in that, all he's interested in is how many leads are coming through where they're coming from And what the conversion rate is. So um, I think as a good starting point, it's important to track your leads. So where are your leads coming from is critical to any form of marketing activity. Mm. If you're not tracking that, that's the first thing that should be on your list that you should be ticking off. Mm. And then from that, you should then track your conversion rate. So what are the chances of someone signing up to your service or buying your service or buying your product uh, from uh, that source? So, for example, if someone inquires through your website, uh, how did they get to your website? That's one of the pet peeves of mine is people, when we, when we have our recording of our leads and I'm dealing with other people from the team, um, quite often we have someone that puts website down as a source. But <laughs> the ultimate <laughs> question is, how did they get to the website? Um, so, if you're provided that you're able to track everything, uh, you, you've got a good Places
0: to start from so lead generation has been you know we, we work with e-com businesses lead generation businesses b2c b2b it doesn't really matter um lead generation has always been something that i've i've loved working on i mean i love working e-com probably a little bit more because you know when when somebody sells something there's that kind of uh, dopamine rush and because you can immediately attribute the the value to it lead gen is very very different and uh it's it's I agree with you it's so important to have that specificity with regards to to lead source but attribution has long been I think a struggle for businesses that are advertising using what we do Um, but but by extension you know if if you're paying for SEO if you're paying for an intricate email marketing campaign if you are using paid social um, attribution is absolutely crucial and we've had it in the past where and we still have it every so often when we're speaking to somebody and we go okay how are your leads coming through are you are you charting are you charting this in your crm and they go we haven't got a crm and we kind of go how you know how are you able to report on the success of your marketing campaigns if you haven't got your base kind of your bases covered so that's long been a struggle of ours so you kind of say that you know sometimes your colleagues kind of go well we just have it come through you know the website how do we combat that how do we maybe not combat don't want it to be adversarial but how do we go and take steps to improve the process not only with ourselves but with our colleagues and as the business as a whole
2: so a lot a lot of a lot a lot of uh, tracking as everyone knows is in terms of setup mm-hmm. and um we have some clever people in our team who know how to edit various uh setups within hubspot uh, who put website in as a as a new field each time they they think it's just the website and they can't find the word website in the drop down menu but (laughs) to limit to limit that what we have done is set up preform fields where the options for people to record the information are already there for you so we've removed website as a a term and if someone puts it back in now I get notified and I go (laughs) straight to them and ask them (laughs) Uh, where it's actually come from Um, but the other way around it is of course using tracking links and being able to track your leads Um, as you guys well know having set up tracking on a number of our ads um, that's important for us to be able to track which pages they've come from which ad they've engaged with and just being able to track that journey from beginning to end
1: it still amazes me how how many people we speak to that don't don't bother with that step that don't have Mm -hmm. the pixel the facebook pixel on their website that they don't they don't set up the conversion tracking and they want to they want to start spending money on ads that you're never going to know if if it led to anything it's um and it's so easy to do really it's it's a little snippet of code most websites have um plugins or um or easy routes just to dump that code on so it's really not an excuse i think that people should have not to track things
0: i think what you've done andrews you've kind of highlighted there the importance of setup yeah. you know prepare to fail uh, was it fail to prepare um prepare, prepare to, to fail, fail yeah. you know and with in our line of work and it'd be interesting to know from yours as well is you know as a ppc agency people kind of go oh um all i have to do is put together a campaign uh and i can do that in five minutes and google will recommend all that stuff to me please don't do that um and and i can go in five minutes but it you know if that's not how it works i mean it, it can work like that if you want your campaigns to suck um but you need to think a bit more in depth you need to think about not only the landing pages, the ads, the campaigns, but you need to think about okay. So, what measures can I put in place to make sure that I have the visibility and the attribution and all this kind of stuff, which we do as part of our setup as standard. But if you're if you're kind of in house and you know you're, you're working on SEO one second and you're working on something else another, maybe you don't think about that. But it's important though, isn't it?
2: Definitely. Definitely. I, I think it's like, like Becky said, it's one of those steps that's, that's missed. And I think it is that education step. You can get around not tracking by asking the question to every single lead that comes in. How did you find out about us? But a lot of the time people don't know, or they mm. just say, Oh, I, I found you on Facebook, which again, similar with the website, it's not particularly helpful. Um, so yeah, setting up the tracking, like you said, is is highly important and a step that is is missed by the majority of people. But hopefully working with guys like yourself, um, we can resolve that.
0: Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> the one the one thing that Becky always says, uh, and it said to me uh, way back when is uh, she said, uh, are everywhere. Modus everywhere. Everywhere I look, social media, uh, organic searches, really, really good presence, really strong presence. And and I think that that's something that a lot of businesses are striving for, regardless of if it's right now. It's, it's just businesses want to be seen in as in as many different places as possible. And you've worked hard uh, behind the scenes to make that happen. Um, but what has been your approach to to making that happen and, and shining a light on Modus accountants?
2: So I've, I, I joined Modus um, at the start of the pandemic, so it was a bit of a baptism of fire, I guess is probably the Great team. time, great time. Yeah, perfect timing. And um, it's quite nice to have a new member of the team come in and say, I just want to analyse and look at everything and get an understanding of what your processes are, how things work. And marketing, I think when you're, when you're looking at, uh, at implementing marketing into a business, looking at the touch points, so the points at which you engage with your customers, um, is the most important thing. Are you maximizing that engagement? Is there something else you could be doing to help tune that up to take it to the next level? Are people leaving you at a certain stage of that life cycle when you're bringing them in? Um, how can you prevent that? That, for me, has been key to keeping people that engage with us in the business and making sure that they sign up with us. Um, we talk talk all about the time about conversion rates and by analyzing your touch points on your customer map um you'll be able to maximize those leads that come in and hopefully ensure that you get more signups than you get people dropping off
1: wise words wise words so let's just talk about the way the challenges of marketing a business like an accountancy firm because there's there's a hell of a lot out there (laughs) um and it is a competitive market so in terms of I mean you just said about stepping back and looking at all the different touch points what have you found worked best for you um it's
2: been I'm I'm always apprehensive um with the with the phrase what's worked best for you because I think it's what's what's currently working and what's not gonna work in the future, who knows? Um, I think things change over time and you'd be foolish as a marketeer to think that um, it's working now so it's it's gonna continue to work forever. That's simply not the case. Um, Things that have worked, that are working for us at the moment um, with current lockdown restrictions are are making things a bit more challenging. Um, But things that have worked um, are the remarketing ads and using uh, landing pages on our on all our advertising to funnel people in. Um, when I talk about landing pages, what I mean by that is um, creating pages which have are very focused on a particular search term. For example, in our case with accountancy, we have a lot of people that inquire within Oxfordshire and will search for search terms such as Oxfordshire accountants or Oxford accountants. So when um they click on one of our ads instead of being sent straight to our website where there's lots of different distractions all information about our services and our team it's great information but it's not necessarily what they want to be uh, viewing at that moment in time if you're looking for an Oxfordshire accountant you want to get the message on your on your landing page that that's what you are these are the services that you offer this is where you're based and keeping it nice and simple, and funneling people to inquire, so pushing people to inquire. There shouldn't be any additional distractions onto other pages um, to avoid people uh, going off and getting distracted by the things. Um, and if you're doing if you're doing this um, that well, from our point of view, that's that's worked quite well for us. Um, we've generated uh, since since using landing pages and um, the ad setup and pushing people that way. Um, In the last 12 months, we've gone from an average of uh, two inquiries a week up to six. And we're hoping to continue that trend moving forward. Um, The other thing that we focused attention on with the lack of events is keeping our website and content on there up to date and providing digestible content that people are interested in within our audience. So uh, you've got things like evergreen content. So things that people search for over and over again uh, like your top tips for businesses and um, why you should what you should look for in an accountancy firm and pushing those messages um, on a regular basis has been important for us. We've also had a lot of uh, traffic driven towards our site through uh, being reactive uh, to uh, news. So updates on Brexit and the support that's available um, to various uh, companies and then adjusting our advertising campaigns to suit this. Um, so... Um, a, a quick and easy one would be um, it's the start of a new year, new year, new accountants. So are you, are you tired of your old accountancy services um, or not satisfied with the service that you've been getting? We're here to prove, prove that accountants can do so much more for your business. And using that as our sort of tagline to pull people in um, by being reactive and showing that you're updating your content. It shows that you care. And I think a lot of, a lot of companies online folk get their website or their landing pages up and running and they just sit there and they go, okay, they're done now. And they don't actually think, what if someone comes back in three or four months' time and clicks on the same page and looks at it and it looks exactly the same as when they first saw it? How does that look like to them? Does that show you an accountancy firm that's um, out there trying to support companies or does it show you an accountancy firm that's a bit lazy and can't really be bothered? So how you're representing yourself and keeping things looking fresh, I think has been ever more important particularly as people have got a lot more time to be browsing websites and content at the moment
0: one of the things that i i took away other than the boiler stuff when we first met uh was just how in-depth you go with with this and you know you know thinking multi-channel uh thinking about the remarketing strategy Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff you know it's it is a step above what we've seen from people that we work with. And I'm, I'm not putting anybody down, um, but it's, it's good and it's refreshing to see somebody thinking about the bigger picture, the longer term picture. And, and it caused me to do a little bit of uh, internalizing as well, because I was thinking to myself as a marketing manager for a marketing agency, we're not great. At um, you know, keeping on with a content strategy, um, making sure that our content goes out there, and staying as visible as possible. I think sometimes we get a little bit complacent. I think a lot of businesses do because it's easy to go, oh, well, we've got all this business coming in at the moment and, you know, we're absolutely kicking butt right now. But there comes a time when the funnel shrinks and you need, you know, to to ensure consistency. And it's conversations that Becky and I and the, the team have had on multiple occasions, you know, particularly as we were coming towards the end of the year. So, you know, I I just want to say thank you because I was, you know, I did find myself inspired by you uh, on multiple occasions last year, but I wanted to quickly talk and and pretty much wrap up the conversation by uh, talking about, what you mentioned earlier, coming into the business uh, pretty much at the start of lockdown when this whole um, you know crisis began, um, that couldn't have been easy. But you've done some incredible things with Modus. The, the whole team at Modus have, have been fantastic and, and they're, they're good business friends, as I'm sure Becky will agree. But what are you happiest with with regards to the, the processes and the strategies that you've put in place in the short time that you've been with Modus?
2: I think it probably says more about the company um, than me is, is that the fact that I've market Mark and the team at Modus have have given me almost the freedom to uh, try different things until I want. And I think that's Im- important when it comes to marketing activity. I think with any form of marketing, from design to digital development, um, a lot of it is opinion based. And yes, we can go back to the data thing on what. Um, what you feel is working and that is important that you've got that to back it up but someone else will have some other data that tells you that that's not going to work or you should change and do it this way and giving enough time to activity um, particularly when you're trialing and lots of different types of advertising and different strategies and being able to uh, change things in a way that become effective has been something that I've, I've been really pleased with so far. Um, I think from my point of view, something that's worked really well um, has been uh, being able to sort of put our own stamp on it and just um, create content that and a content strategy that um, has evolved and changed and had the impact from the team. If you're, when you're working as a small team, having a wider team there to support you and that actually understand why you're doing something. Um, that's That's been the thing that has helped me most, particularly during lockdown and various different changes in the environment.
1: It's been nice um, seeing the, I know you guys do a lot of videos um, mm-hmm. on social media. It's been nice seeing the different members of the team get involved in doing that.
2: Yeah, that, videos is an interesting one because I think prior to me joining they didn't we didn't really do a lot of videos but video content is obviously loved by all social media channels um they like to keep them on feeds longer and prioritize that as content so um that's something that i wanted to take advantage of and it's also a lot more engaging when it comes to advertising Um, we we did a, a testimonial video with yourselves and um that's been that's worked out really well for us i think having Someone outside your company singing your praises instead of a member of your team telling the world how great you are is far better. So um, that's something that we'll definitely be continuing to do.
0: I definitely think it's something that a lot of us should be doing, especially right now. And I think a lot of people go, oh, yeah, I, I can't do it because I can't send my camera through the post. So You could if you really wanted to, but work with what you got. Get him to yeah. film something on webcam. You know, it's 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 super easy, and I think people are quite forgiving at the moment, given mm-hmm. you know the the current state of things. So work with what you have got for sure. Um, Andrew, it's been awesome having you here, join us on our first PPC burrito of 2021. Thank you so much. Um, before we let you go, um, I, I do want to put you on the spot quickly because there might be some uh, budding marketing managers or marketing managers that are looking to improve their performance uh, over the next 12 months given what's going on right now, given what you guys have been doing at Modus, um, do you have free tips that you could share now to, to give some direction to some of our listeners?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, th- thanks for having me. Um, uh, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. Um, my, my three tips would probably, it's more if, if you're, um, if there's anyone that's like starting out in marketing or PPC and, uh, and, and, uh, they're kind of looking to get themselves going our uh, first tip would be don't be precious about your work um, the ability for things to change and um, constantly adapt is important and you'll you uh, that's important that you're able to do that um, the second one would be make sure when you're doing any form of activity that you give it enough time and don't just try and jump out before things could get good there's always things you can change, particularly with digital advertising, um, to see if it would work in a different way. And the, th- the third one would be, um, when we're, as we're in lockdown, make the most of the team that's around you. Um, make sure that if you're struggling for content, ask them for content. They've probably got ideas. Make sure you have regular catch-up sessions with them to see if there's anything that you could be promoting online. Uh, the phrase, content is king, which I'm sure people has, have heard before. Um, it's something that you can focus on at the moment. So um, just keep trying.
0: Andrew, you're the man. Thank you so much for sharing that. And and also for uh, all of that, all of your insights uh, over the last so 20 many, minutes.
1: So many. Tremendous.
0: So much insight. My brain's bursting. Uh, Andrew, before you go, um, where can we find Modus? I mean, we can find Modus everywhere, but where do you want us to find Modus on the internet?
2: Uh, you can find us on on. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, but the main one would be our website, which is modus-accountants.co.uk.
0: Awesome, Andrew! Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we look forward to speaking to you and having another bite of that burrito again soon. Thanks for joining, Andrew. It's been a pleasure.
2: Take care. Thank you,
0: Andrew Moon. What a guy! What a guy! I love him. I love him. We didn't even we didn't talk boilers. Though. I feel like as a missed opportunity. <laughs> Better next time we'll have we'll have a boiler special.
1: <gasps> Yeah,
0: I think I think we should, Becky. Um, what are your New Year's resolutions for 2021?
1: Oh, you threw that at me. Um, so I think, oh, um, being being checking in on things more is is kind of the headline. So checking in on myself, making sure that I'm doing the things that make me happy and make the others around me happy. Um, Checking in on little things in account a little bit more. There's so many new, uh, well, not new, but so many things that you need to keep your eye on um, that it's easy to get distracted with optimising away where there's so many settings that need regularly reviewing. Um, And I think just having a system to keep reviewing things more regularly will keep progressing me forward, so... Sorry, that was a bit of a convoluted answer, but you put me on. The- no, no.
0: I, I like the fact that it's almost like you saw what I was trying to do with this bit. Um, I mean, my news resolution, I didn't have any, but if I did, my news resolution would probably be to not eat pizza on a weeknight, which I broke last night. I know, I'm terrible. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. I did order a small pizza, though, and I didn't finish it, so that's, that's some progress. But we were going somewhere with this, because one of our news resolutions at Digital Gearbox is to probably click on the, the notification button and, and have a look at some of what what Google recommends. Um, the reason why I personally don't do that is because there's a lot of junk in there, uh, and also sometimes Google will tell me things that I don't want to see. And one of those things is what we're going to talk about, and Becky's going to share in her next tip. Becky, what is tip number two?
1: Well, my tip number two is is it's actually not covered always in the recommendations. Um, section which is why it's something that you do need to just go and actually physically check yourself and that's the policy manager uh, part of your account Um, because you get you get disapproval notifications yes um, but sometimes if you've got particularly historic accounts and you've got old things set up you quite often get ad disapproval notifications once a week and you're like and it's on something really old that points to an old website and you just ignore it because it comes to you every week and you're like, well, it's that old thing. Um, Whereas actually Google update their policies a lot. And um, especially with the reduced staff due to COVID, there's a lot of auto checks that happen um, and a lot of auto disapprovals and they could be limiting your ad reach. Um, And you might not be aware unless you're trawling through every single ad very regularly or you're poking around this section. So just go into your policy manager, it's a dedicated section in your Google Ads account, and just see any potential issues that they might flag. And quite often, they're they're not actual issues. Like I say, they're just things that have been flagged incorrectly and it's been disapproved or limited. Either way, it's limiting your reach. Um, You can just ask for a review or you can look at what the problem is. And if there is a problem, you can fix it. And that should help make sure that your ads are getting seen by the people that you want them to see.
0: Yeah, very important. And uh, one thing that I wanted to add as well, because if you're working for an organization and the account was set up by a central account that no one actually looks at and it's an inbox that no one monitors, um, it might be that you are getting disapprovals on your ads and you don't know about it because you don't have access to that inbox. Something that we hear about all the time doesn't happen at Digital Gearbox because we have access to all 648,000 inboxes that we set up, uh, which is great sometimes. Um, but yeah, it might be that you don't have access and you don't have that visibility on ad disapprovals. And yeah, I mean the policies are changed all the time because of the you know the world that we live in, but also fluctuations in markets that bring about new and interesting um, things that result in
1: policies being changed. Yeah. So yeah, check that because um, a lot of things got disapproved due to sensitive events when COVID. Yeah. so it just goes to show that when when things out there change, the policies pick up these things up and disapprove things.
0: Well, we also know about Google's constant kind of state of flux with regards to political ads and and we don't have any political clients. Thank goodness. I mean, we wouldn't work with anybody anyway like that, especially if it was someone, you know, who I won't name, but I'm, you know, he's, Ronald Stump, uh, maybe, but uh, yeah, we just won't work with people like that. But political ads are a real kind of hotbed. The is always changing. Um, but you know, we have clients that work with uh, medicinal products and things like that, and the policies are always changing. So check the policy manager. It's boring, I know, but if you want to have long term success with your accounts, with your with your campaigns, uh, make sure that you know what is and what isn't allowed at all times. Becky, that's a good tip.
1: Thanks. You're welcome.
0: It's a, a good start to 2021. I enjoyed this. Did you?
1: I did. It's nice to be back.
0: Yeah. Shall we do it again next week?
1: Let's, let's do it
0: let's do it. Cool. Well, that's a wrap for the very first episode of 2021. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the PPC Burrito. If you haven't already, consider following Digital Gearbox on LinkedIn and also on Twitter and Instagram at Digital Gearbox. If you're a business and you want to use PPC platforms like Google Ads to unlock more leads and awesome sales Uh, please feel free to get in touch either by dropping us a message on social media or by going to our website www.digitalgearbox.co.uk so from me michael and me becky stay safe stay happy and until next time amigos keep on optimizing